welcome to episode three, Codependency. Three C. <laughs> yes. There were lots of options for C. But this time around the alphabet, I guess we need to talk about codependency. going to speak of it in terms of our conditioning really the fact that those two words are pretty linked so we're conditioned by our society we're conditioned by our families we're conditioned by everyone around us really into codependency it's not something that I don't think something that we're born like But I think we learn at a very early age that we are responsible for other people's feelings and therefore (laughs) we become codependent with them one way or another. Now there is the option of being anti-dependent where in order to not be in a pickled mess of who's what's mine and what's not mine, you just choose to be the yogi in the cave or the hermit in a wood or whoever on their own, not interacting with anyone. So it's still the same, same, just a different route. And so what do I mean by codependency? What I mean is an unhealthy relationship pattern whereby in order for us to feel okay the other has to be okay with us really so <clears throat> it, it involves elements of control it involves elements of manipulation on both ways it is basically the loss of being able to recognize our own feelings and needs and recognize what's mine and what's not mine so a really easy example is the relationship that I had with my mum whereby I felt that in order that I had to be pleasing you know I had to be pleasing to her And that even when I was pleasing to her, she might still be upset or whatever. And I didn't want that because obviously it impacted me. So when other people's feelings are impacting us and we want them to change, a lot of people call that empathy (laughs) when we feel other people's feelings. But if it's done in a way where we can't control it, our own feelings, or 
when we are trying to control the other, then it smacks more of codependency than it does of empathy. So there is, and I think the thing with codependency is that we are all, none of us have lived outside of it. Another word of, instead of codependency is domestication. Um, None of us have really lived outside of it. So none of us have had really any role models for living outside of it. So the very idea of saying or thinking or feeling that X person is having X feelings and I don't need to try and fix those feelings or avoid those feelings, one or the other, because again, anxious or avoidant patterns abound everywhere. Um, The idea of being in neutrality and going, shit, those feelings must really suck for you. I'm sorry that you're feeling them. And recognising that it has no impact on me whatsoever because I am a clean vessel with clean edges. It's, It's not normal and it's not usual in our culture. And you can seem to be quite cold, quite distant, when you have boundaries that mean we don't need to change or fix another in order to feel okay in ourselves. So I can sit in someone else's discomfort and witness them in that discomfort and absolutely feel for them in that discomfort but I don't have those feelings myself I have no need to fix it for them it's not my job to fix it for them we're all you know we're all our own internals we have to do our own dealing with our own stuff and there is It's such a big part of society that there are many, many people who are either in avoiding other people's feelings or desperately wanting to fix other people's feelings. To the extent that, as a society, what we tend to do is we tend to project a story of what we think someone else is feeling onto them in order to fix it for them and that person may not have even been living that story there are so many examples in my own life where I have thought oh you know I need to do X for somebody because you know they'll be happier if I do X only to find that actually I didn't help and my story was incorrect of them But the other issue with it is that, with life in general, is that until we recognise what our needs and feelings are, or until we're in a safe enough relationship with a safe enough other, and that can be a friendship, it can be family, it can be an intimate partner, it can be anyone, but you need to be in a situation where you can have a conversation about what am I feeling, what am I needing, and the other can be present for that and they can figure out what they're feeling and needing too. It's it's like that inter-relating that is the practice to get out of the codependency. 
Um, it's a very um, subversive sort of thing where we feel we're trying to do something to help someone but really what we're trying to do is soothe our own discomfort with what is happening which may not even be discomfort in the other so I have a saying two more C's (laughs) control masquerading as care so this happens a lot and I have been guilty of it a lot and one of the ways I was frequently guilty of it was if I'd got a sick or poorly animal I would want to try and fix that for them now they might not have been suffering I have no way to say whether they were suffering to me once I stopped suffering it became much clearer how much less the animals suffer than I had been projecting on them because they live in the moment so much better than we do seemingly and they don't carry the shit that we do unless they're having to carry our shit for us so and I would try to control them in the guise of caring for them but ultimately all it was was an attempt to minimise my own discomfort and I think if we're really honest and we look at ourselves deeply and strongly we see it happening A, all around us all the time being modelled to us all the time and we see that pattern in our own lives all the time Uh, and it's all part of the same picture really that the way through it for me has been to have faith that everything is happening as it should and that nothing meant for me will pass me by and that everything that happens is just another experience this whatever discomfort this is it's just an experience and this too shall pass you know by you know whenever I'll be on to something different and it's been particularly relevant for me with grief in the last couple of months we've lost Lily Dog and we've lost Tonk's cat exactly four weeks the day from each other and I am so much cleaner in my own stuff that the grief has moved through me whenever it's needed to and I have been in right relation to those feelings because grief is just love and why would I choose not to have love and it's also passed so much faster because I am in right relation to it Uh, I'm actually in celebration of it because without that love that becomes grief for a period I wouldn't have had the experience of that beautiful person in my life so there's a there's such a level of acceptance for me that whatever happens is as it's supposed to be the difficulty for me of late has been more of and I need to be actively engaging in the universe so rather than it being an entirely passive oh I'll just let whatever happened to me happen to me it has to be an active I am taking full accountability for me I am opening up to the universe in 
whatever form feels intuitively right for me in this moment and it doesn't matter if it's not what anyone else would choose because this is only for me and ultimately one of the ways out of codependency is to keep aligned with what is right for me and gaining a neutrality on that so that we can then model that for other people so we become the people who are able to be those clean vessels to demonstrate to other people that you can have clean edges and that actually your relationships are so much better for that they're so much better for actually knowing where I end and you begin and that isn't just the physical where I end and you begin that's obviously the where my emotions end and yours begin because we have been second guessing ourselves and each other for so long in order to try and soothe constantly soothe 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 save 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 uh, and it doesn't work because until we can ask the other person what they need and they can figure out what they need we're wasting our energy it's a complete leaky hose situation again Um, and the thing is that depending on the person depending on our relationships depending on how codependent we have been with that person and how long we've been codependent with them it can be edgy to extricate ourselves from it and it's a baby giraffe moment again where we just keep trying to find our edges and we just put our edges in when it feels natural and right and good to do so for us but whilst we're coming from the point of view of trying to figure out what's going on for the other and where we can do the right thing by the other we are completely losing sight of what we are want and need and therefore we're losing our authenticity and we're living in this state of uh, like fiction really because we can't know what's right for the other it's it's almost disrespectful Um, just as it's disrespectful of the other to be getting what they want and need and to be sort of like, I don't know, ingratiating ourselves in their world. Like if they want something, they can ask. And if they want help figuring out, we can conversation, we can conversation about that. We can converse about that. We can figure it out between us. Because that is what grows and builds the relationship and uh, the trust and the safety between us. So I think I'm going to leave this one here. Codependency is a massive topic. I have literally just scratched one corner of it. And it may be the other words make it alive for you more than codependency does. Codependency has become a very overused word, like a lot of them have. Um, And so for me, often just thinking of myself as being domesticated into a certain way or conditioned into a certain way um, of being helps. All right, so I will speak to you soon. All right, bye-bye.